Hi, my name is Kendall Rawls, and I am Director of Development with the Rawls Group, Business Succession Planners. And today, I am filling in for Dr. Merlot for our Succession MD Dear Dr. Merlot series. If you're unsure who this Dr. Merlot character is, click on the link below, and it has a little bit of a summary explanation of who Dr. Merlot is and what he means to the Rawls Group. So for today's installment, I will be answering the question, when should I give up control? This question comes straight out of Lloyd Rawls's publication, Family Business Heartburn Relief, Answers to Gut-Grinding Family Business Questions. Now to jump into answering the question, and yes, I will be reading this because this is an excerpt from the book. Here we go. The time to give up control is when you have confidence in your qualified successors to be good stewards of control. Confidence and stewardship are everything. High performance does not guarantee high potential, and being a leader is much more than being in charge. Leaders evolve from capacity, confidence, commitment, and experience. Leaders are humble and focused on goals that impact the welfare of the business, those they are leading, and the extended group that depends upon the continued success of the business. Leaders are always pursuing improvement. And here are some thoughts on Lloyd's excerpt. The ability to drive performance, growth, and achieve business goals are essential for a good leader and as a qualified successor. And driving performance, growth, and business goals are all directly tied to recruiting, retain, retaining, and motivating people. No matter what, your business is dependent upon people to deliver products and services, to interact with customers, to interact with the community, to promote your culture, to promote your organization. And so at the end of the day, a leader an effective leader needs to be able to communicate, inspire, motivate a diversity of people. When I say diversity of people, I mean a, a diversity of people who come to, to dedicate hours to work that come from a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different cultures. They have a lot of different pressures on their family and personal life. They all, they all have different motivations and different values. And so the quality of a good leader is someone who is able to be flexible and relate to all types of people. With our ever-changing world, a leader's ability to communicate effectively with a diversity of people is essential. Research has shown people stay or people leave because of culture. Culture is made up of many things. Some key, some key ingredients include respect, opportunity for growth, and shared feedback. Leadership set the tone for the culture. So whoever you have chosen to fill your shoes, ask yourself, how do they make people feel and how are they influencing your culture? If you're unsure how to answer those questions, ask your key leaders and your team whom you trust and perhaps consider implementing a employment engagement survey or a 360 degree survey for insight and feedback for strengths and opportunities for growth for, for your developing successor. According to McKenzie's Organizational Health Index, there are four key qualities people look for in their leaders and ultimately organizational cultures. They are support, strong orientation to results, someone who seeks different perspectives, and someone who solves problems effectively. Your developing successor may not have all the tools right now, and the likelihood of anyone having it all is slim to none. However, what you're looking for is someone who can build a team spot potential, want to develop others and exudes trust, excuse me, exudes trust in those among them. In addition to the four criteria above, 
Below are a few questions to consider as you're evaluating and developing your successors, capacity and commitment to developing as a leader. Are they humble enough to admit that they don't know everything and lean on others' expertise and insight? Do they actively say and show trust in their team? Do their words match their actions? Are they actively pursuing furthering education, coaching, and development? And do they ask questions? Now back to Lloyd's excerpt from Family Business Heartburn Relief, the second paragraph of, when is it time for me to give up control of my business? There is no reasonable public successor leadership certification program because each leadership opportunity has unique leadership demands. You must be the one who certifies your own successor. If you are not confident in the leadership potential of your successor, you should not transfer control. All right, a, a few thoughts. Every business and culture is unique. The identified or developing successor may have all the strengths that you do or may be completely different. In family business environments, it's been our experience most often, or let's just call it 50-50, the next generation leader coming in is completely different or has a lot of differences from the existing owner. What matters most is leadership transition is finding the balance. If they have the capacity and commitment to develop as a leader, supporting a different strength in your successor is all about teamwork. You can either recruit talent from the outside or develop from within. If you have been committed to investing in your people and have a strong talent magnet culture, then you're already ahead of the game. You likely have people that you can look down into your team, you identify the potential and begin to build the next generation team now. If you're developing success or exemplifies different strengths and approaches to getting things done, transition is the name of the game. Otherwise, it can feel like a complete culture shock to your organization to one day you be in the position of power and control and then completely turning it over to the next and them having to adjust without really even knowing the differences between the two leadership styles of what they must and what they're required to do and how they are expected to communicate. So if you identify or if you know that your next generation identified successor has different strengths of communication and different approaches, have a time of transition. So your existing culture, the people who've been around for a long time, get used to the different approaches to getting things done. During this time, it is essential to allow your developing successor to take on more responsibility while you're there and for support and coaching and development. While you're there, you're able to provide them context and education as to why things have been done a certain way, what has worked, what hasn't worked, provide coaching in terms of how to interact with certain people on, on the team, help them provide flexibility and communication. Developing as a leader, there are so many there are so many tools out there and coaching programs to help an individual develop as a leader. But one of the best resources as well is the existing owner and leader to help them transition into being the leader and the the patriarch or matriarch of an existing culture. With an agreed upon strategy, a transition provides team members the ability to adjust. And now back to reading. In order to slowly introduce your successor to the way things operate, you can incrementally transfer control of some responsibilities while you minimally retain strategic control. Your attorney can show you a variety of creative mechanisms allowing you to test your successor and ideally confirm your confidence. Your enthusiasm for this process is dictated by personal and business issues such as your health, your desire to retire, franchisor issues, manufacturer issues, credit continuity issues, etc. 
Needless to say, at some point in time, you must either achieve confidence or take a chance or pray for the best. And just some final thoughts. Fundamentally, succession planning is all about creating options so you can achieve what you want, whatever the end goal may be. If you want to stay in strategic control for the end of time, then, then succession planning allows you the ability to do that while also developing successors and creating options for you. So when you do want to ride into the sunset, your business, your legacy, the people you care about in community are all supported by the strategies of succession planning. Engaging in this process will create choice. But if one strategy doesn't seem to be working, you already have another another few strategies working behind the scenes. It creates an A plan, a B plan, a C plan, and a D plan. And in an environment of ever change and a capital intensive business where many people, many employees in the community depend upon you in this business, having multiple plans is the way to get, excuse me, having multiple strategies is a way to get to where you want to go. And there's always a solution to achieve a win, win, win. It may just require looking at the situation, a person, a perspective, or a strategy in a different way. Third-party perspective and leaning on a team of advisors provides you ideas and creative problem solving so all who are involved feel like they have won. And ultimately, it is totally up to you whenever you wanna give up control. Do you have a question you want answered by an expert? Feel free to reach out at the email address listed on the screen. Continue listening to the series now or come back for more. Each topic featured may want you to learn something new.